from the book of Micah. I'm just going to quote it. Uh, Micah was a prophet who was raised up uh, to speak to the nation in a time of great immorality, in a time of injustice, in a time where there was oppression of the poor. And he, he, the, the theme of Micah is found in Micah 6, 8. God is speaking to the people who said, he has shown you, O man, and what is good and what the Lord requires of you, and that is to do justly, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with your God. For the last three weeks, we've been looking at these. We, first of all, we looked at what it means to do justly. And we, we learned, secondly, how to, last week we talked about what it means to show mercy. The Bible talks about blessed are the merciful for they shall obtain mercy. And we're, we're learning that, you know, is there, if there was ever a time when we need to demonstrate the mercy of God, it is now. And so then this morning, I want to look at the, the subject on how to walk humbly with your God. Because I believe that humility is, a, is the mother of all virtues. I believe that all the others flow through humility. The Bible teaches us clearly that God resists the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. I want you to know in the culture we're living in, a culture that often promotes oneself, humility is often counter-cultural. And uh, it, it's, not, it's, not one of the, it's not something that you develop naturally. It is a fruit of the Spirit. And I want you to know that you and I, if we're going to walk with God, we're going to have to learn how to walk humbly with our God. We're going to have to learn how to walk in humility. One of the blessings of humility we see in Proverbs chapter 22, it says humility and the fear of the Lord brings wealth, honor, and life. If you want a blessed life, how many of you want to be blessed this morning? Now I want you to know that one of the keys to you and I experiencing the blessings of God is learning how to walk in humility. In other words, I, I, I've learned that I need God's grace every day in my life. But if you want to experience more grace, the Bible says he giveth more grace to the humble. Therefore, he says he resists the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. And so I want you to know, if you want more of the grace of God in your life, you and I need to learn how to walk in humility. Here's, a, here's a, something. I believe that humility is often a misunderstood virtue because sometimes people think humility is thinking less of yourself. No, it's not thinking, oh, poor me, I'm nothing. No, that's not what humility is. Biblical humility, listen, humility is not so much thinking less of yourself, but it is thinking of yourself less. And thinking of others more. Humility has everything to do with it. Biblical humility is having a, um, what, I, what I call an accurate view of yourself. Understanding both your strengths and your weaknesses. Listen, in Paul, Paul writing in Romans chapter 12, he gives us a biblical understanding of what real humility is. In Romans 12 verses 3 he says, I give each of you this warning. Don't think don't think you're better than you really are, but be honest in your evaluation of yourselves. Measure yourselves by the faith that God has given you. In other words, instead of taking pride, I want to say it this way, instead of taking pride in what we bring to God, no, humility is recognizing that all that I am comes from the Lord. 
every gift I have is from the Lord. Every blessing I have is from the Lord. And humility is acknowledging that we're nothing without him. Humility is realizing that everything we have comes from the Lord. So therefore the Bible says that let him that boasts, let him boast in the Lord. So one of the, one of the, one of the things that humility does, humility is learning how to worship God. Because I want you to know when you realize that everything you are, and everything that, that you have is really from the Lord. You learn how to begin to set your focus and your worship on the Lord. And so I want to look at the example in the life of Jesus because um, we see in Philippians chapter 2, Paul writing to the Philippians church, he's telling us about the character in the life of Jesus Christ. And, and he's telling us we to have the same mind or the same attitude that Jesus had. So I'm reading at Philippians Chapter 2, I'm beginning at verses 3 through 11. Listen what he says. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit, but in humility consider others better than yourselves. Each of you should, listen what he said, each of you should look not only on your own interests, but also on the interests of others. Your attitude should be the same as that of Christ Jesus, who being in the very nature of God, did not consider equality with God something to be grasped, but he made himself nothing, taking the very nature of a servant and being made in human likeness and being, I'm sorry, and being found in the appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to death, even the death of the cross. Therefore God exalted him to the highest place and given him a name above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God. The Father. Jesus, when he walked the earth, he gave us an example of what it looks like to walk humbly before our God. I want to look at three of the qualities that we see in the life of Jesus. If you and I are going to learn how to walk humbly with our God, how many know we need to emulate and look at the life of Jesus Christ? The first thing we see, listen, it says in Philippians 2 3, it says, Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. I want you to know, here's the first quality of walking humbly before God. We must avoid self-promotion in elevating ourselves. Humility, listen, it starts with a matter of the heart. If you and I are going to walk with God, we're going to have to learn that, listen, God, I, I like the way it says in Philippians 2 in the Message Bible, this is what it says, don't push your way to the front. Don't sweet, wake, don't sweet talk your way to the top. Put yourself aside and help others get ahead. How many know when we look at the life of Jesus, we see that Jesus was always looking to lift others up. He was always looking to promote others. He, he did not seek to promote himself. 
but he sought to promote others. And I want you to know if we are going to learn how to walk humbly with God, we're going to have to learn how to take the back seat sometime. We're going to have to learn how to not seek to promote ourselves. You know, that goes completely against the grain of most of uh, uh, the success books and marketing books tells us how we to market ourselves, how do we to promote ourselves, how do we to, 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 you know, how do we elevate ourselves. But I want you to know in the kingdom of God is the complete opposite. If you want to be great, Jesus said, you got to take the low road. You got to humble yourself. I'm reminded one time I was in a, uh, I was participating in, in a uh, march and, uh, and the media was there. And all of a sudden, uh, there was a particular person who was walking with me. And when they pulled out the camera, this person all of a sudden jumped to the front. He wanted to get in the camera. He wanted to get in the interview. You know, the reality is is that's what... That's what pride does. Pride wants to promote oneself. Pride wants to be seen. And here's the reality. Jesus, when he he was dealing with uh, what it means to walk humbly with God... He was harsher on the religious crowd because in Matthew chapter 6, he begins to describe the religious leaders of his day. If somebody who's at the screen, would you put Matthew 6 verses 2 from the Message Bible? Would you put it on the screen? I'd like to just read a little bit verses 2 and 3, Matthew chapter 6. Listen to what he says. When you do something for someone else, don't call attention to yourself. You've seen them in action, I'm sure, play actors. I call them treating prayer, a prayer meeting, and and street corner like it is a stage, acting compassionate as long as someone is watching, playing to the crowds. They get applause, true, but that's all they get. You know, Jesus described the religious leaders of their day is that they were always doing things for a show, And I want you to know when you and I live our lives as though we're always trying to promote, trying to draw attention, I want you to know it is the complete opposite of humility. Jesus said when they gave, they gave so that they could be honored by others. He said when they fasted, they fasted in a way to draw attention to others. When they prayed, they prayed in a way so that others can say, oh, look how wonderful they are. But Jesus said they already have their reward. Jesus said don't do that way. Don't live your life that way. Listen, he literally told us that if you're going to walk with God, you and I have to live a life of humility. Don't promote yourself because the Bible tells us that pride go before destruction and a haughty spirit before a fall. Paul was writing to the church at Corinth because they they were always promoting one leader over the next. They were, one was saying, I'm, I'm with Paul. The other was saying, I'm with Peter. The other one was saying, I'm with Apollos. And Paul was, wrote a letter of rebuke to them in 1 Corinthians chapter 3 and verses 4. Paul was saying, who is Paul? Who is Peter? Who is Apollos? We're nothing but simply servants of God. He said, what do we have that God didn't give us? I want to read in verse, 1 Corinthians chapter 4. Verses, listen to what he said in verse 7. He said, what do you have that God hasn't given you? And if everything you have is from God, why boast as though it were not, I'm sorry, why boast as though it were not a gift? In other words, Paul is reminding us that everything we have is a gift from God. 
every way, the, every, there's nothing you have that you can boast in. Because everything we have really comes from the Lord. Sometimes we boast, well, I'm, I got this on my own. You know, the, you, you're foolish to think that every job uh, opportunity, it really came from the Lord. Your mind, listen to it, if you got a good mind, it really came from the Lord. So you have nothing to boast in. Listen, every ability, every talent we have, it literally comes from the Lord. And that's why the Bible said, let him that boasts. Let him boast in the Lord. Come on, right now, give God praise for, for who he is. Listen to me. I want you to know, if you're attractive, it's because God made you the way. So you have nothing to boast in. We need to boast because everything God did and everything we have is really from the Lord. J J we see an example of humility. David was one who did not promote himself. He did not elevate himself. Let, let me just... Read this scripture because it's a reminder. First Peter chapter 5, verses 6 and 7. Listen what it says. Humble yourselves therefore under God's mighty hand that he might lift you up in due time. Say due time. You know, one thing I love about the Lord is how many know God has a, a, a due time for promotion? And sometimes we can get ahead of God. You know, God know when you're ready. Sometimes we want to we want to be at the center, but sometimes you can't handle it. God will never bring you to a place where your character can't keep you. And sometimes God has to do a work in you so that you know what? When God elevates you, you're reminded that He gets all the glory. I want to look at the example in the life of David. David is an illustration of a man who walked humbly. Before his God. You know what? He recognized that. Listen. He did not try to promote himself. He had the opportunity to. to you remember when Saul was chasing his life. And he had an opportunity to take Saul out. And promote himself. But he said no. I'm not going to do that. He stood in the background. He recognized if God wanted him to be king. Then God knew how to promote him. But he wasn't going to promote himself. And so when God finally promoted him as king. Many of you recall the story, David wanted the very presence of God into Jerusalem. The, the Ark of the Covenant represented the very presence of God. And the Bible says, as they began to carry the Ark, David began to dance so much that his robes came off him. How many of you know he was getting down? Some of you can use some of that. You're so proud, you're so staunchy, you come to church and you badly want to, want, to, want to lift your hands. But David was unashamed of his God. David wasn't worried about what the camera thought. He wasn't worried about who was watching. You know, that's what real humility, humility is losing sight of yourself and getting before God realizes God is before you I worship. Let me just read a little bit of it. You know the story, David began to worship so much that that. That literally, he, he, the, you know, he was a king. He was a president of, of a nation. And, and they wanted, his wife wanted him to be dignified. His wife wanted him to, to carry himself a certain way. But David began to worship just like a common man. He just began to get down before God. Some of you might, that might help you every now and then just to get down before God. Can I have an amen? Some of you, you're so proud. It might help you just to roll on the floor a little while before God. Let you be reminded that nothing you have didn't come by your strength, but it came because of the goodness of God. And sometimes we forget this. Now listen, what I like the rest of the story. I'm reading at... Uh, 2 Samuel chapter 6, verses 20 and 22. And it tells the story 
about when David came to his house after he had worshipped God, after he had given God praise, and he blessed the people. He came home all excited. But listen what his wife, his wife was kind of one of these dignified ladies. They, 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 you know, when David returned home to bless his own family, Michal, the daughter of Saul, came out to meet him. She said in disgust, how distinguished the king of Israel looked today. Shamelessly exposing himself to the servants' girls like a vulgar person might do. In other words, you know, David began to take off his robe. David, David began to say, I'm going to praise God because what, you don't know what God did. David remembered when he was just a shepherd's boy and nobody wanted to choose him, but God chose him to be king. David was reminded that, listen, when he didn't have two nickels to rub together, yet God blessed him and God now made him a king. Anybody in here remember when God lifted you up? Listen to me. That's what praise would do. You know, praise reminds that, listen, God, everything I have, Come from you. Listen, I'm remember. You know, I, I was looking. We were, we were we had some friends over the other night, and we were talking about how when we first were when we first were married and when we first were working. And uh, I was reminded. I began to tell them that you know when I first was working at Shell, a lot of people thought, well, I wor I had a uh, a job as a in a as a seismic data processor, just a fancy word, just a clerical person. I was just making about seven dollars. And uh, 40 something cents an hour. That was in 1983. I, my yearly wage was about $14,000. Barely enough to, to keep a roof over my head, much less put groceries on my table. And I'm reminded that, that how much we were struggling. Two years later, I had, two years later, I had two kids struggling just to make ends meet. And I, we were talking about how, how, how we cried out to God. And, and I was saying, God, listen, you, you know, I, I, anybody remember being broke, busted, and discussed? Some of you ain't never been there, but I, I, I've been there. Anybody ever remember when you had more month than money? Anybody ever been there beside me? Anybody ever remember when you didn't have it? See, some of this young generation, you know, especially this is why we got to be careful, parents, when we give them everything and they never knew hard time because they never learned to worship God for being the provider. But I can remember when I didn't have anything. Anybody can remember when you didn't have anything. And I'm telling you, listen, God, God is faithful. I remember clearly, it was probably about in thir our third or fourth year married, and I got so frustrated, and I was crying because God, uh, you know, when you had a bounce check, uh, you wrote a check for $10, but, but you didn't have enough to cover it, and the bounce charge was at least $15 or $20. Some of y'all understand what I'm talking about. And you know, when one bouncer, I mean, you know, sometimes it was more than one. And I remember getting before God, crying, saying, God, Lord, I, I, I don't know how we're going to do this. I don't know how we're going to make it. But God, I need you. I need you in our home. I need you to open a door, God. And I want you to know that I cried. The Bible says the poor man, remember how God delivered you. 
You see, listen to me. That's why I don't get, I don't mind jumping around. That's why I don't mind turning around for the Lord. That's why I don't mind rolling on the floor for God because I remember everything I got came from the Lord. Can I, can I have an amen? Anybody beside me, remember how good God's been to you. You see, pride, pride, here's the thing. Pride will keep you from worshiping God. Listen to what David said. David replied to Michael, I was dancing before the Lord who chose me above your father and all his family. He appointed me as a leader of Israel, the people of the Lord. So I celebrated before the Lord. Yes, listen to what he went on to say. Yes, and I'm willing to look even more foolish than this. In other words, I'm willing, I'm willing listen, I, listen, even to be humiliated in my own eyes. But those serving God, girls you mentioned will indeed think I'm distinguished. In other words, David says, I'm willing to get undignified. Will somebody give God a praise? If somebody, listen to me. Will somebody remember what God did for you? Will somebody remember when you was in the project? Will somebody remember when you didn't have nothing but God blessed you? He made a way where there is no way. Listen to me. That's why I praise the Lord. He is a good God. Oh, yeah. Listen, you can't praise God sitting down. You need to get up and begin to give him some praise. Listen to me. You need to learn how to worship God. I'm telling you, you know why? I'm de- everything I am is because of the Lord. I remember I grew up, I was, my mother had five sons. I was the least of the five. I'm just telling you, I had no, no talent, no, no coordination, very little ability. Grew up wondering, God, can my life ever be used? But look what the Lord has done. I said, look what the Lord, I'm telling it ain't me. I'm talking about the God I serve. He's worthy of praise. He's worthy of praise. And I'm telling you, the reason why I praise him, the reason why I worship him. And you see, humility is reminding yourself, God, everything I have comes from you. Oh, I tell you, I, listen to that. Some of you, you can take that home right now. If you will learn, just to learn, worship will keep you humble. Because worship is reminding, God, it's you who lifted me up. God, it's you who blessed me. God, it's you who called me. I want you to know, and here's the good news. When God lifts you up, man can bring you down. If you lift yourself, God, if you promote yourself, I want you, you got to keep yourself there. But if God lifts you up, I want you to know, nobody, no weapon formed against you. Listen, they, they, you know that song, they lied. They conspired, you know, they told their lie, but God favored me. I want you to know when the favor of God is on your life, man can't stop it. If God bless you, I want you to know, man can't hinder the blessings of God. The more they curse you, the more God blesses you. Anybody can recall, anybody can relate to what I'm saying. That, you know, it's the blessings of God. When you learn to walk humbly before God, God will bless you in a way you never thought possible. That's why that song, that, that saying, when the praises go up. The blessings go down. If you will learn to praise him, if you will learn to get out of yourself and stop worrying about what people think, worrying about how dignified, worried about is every hair in place, worried about how much does every No, if you learn how to just lift your voice to God, I want you to know if you'll worship him, the blessings will come down on your life. Somebody say amen. 
And humility is choosing to avoid self-promotion, to avoid lifting oneself up, but to lift Jesus up. I, I like that song. You deserve it because all of the praises belong to you. All of the glory belong to you. Everything we have, you imagine, God has blessed us. He enabled us to buy almost a $4 million property and it's paid for. Come on, somebody, give God a praise. If you, will you help me praise him? See, some of you, 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 you don't know the story, so, so you don't, you see, you, you look at some people tired of envy, but they don't know what, they don't know when we didn't have no money, and we said, and God said, I'm going to give it to you, and we chose to believe God that he would provide it for us. See, God will make a way where there is no way, and everything you see today is because of the Lord, and so that's why we ought to, listen, we ought to just give God a praise right there. Oh, Yes. Come on, will somebody help me praise him? Oh, come on. I'm telling you, we ain't going any farther till we praise him. I say, we ain't going any farther till we praise him. I say, I'm go I'm, I ain't going any farther till I learn to praise him. I got to praise him because he's been so good to me. He's so worthy of praise. He's so worthy of honor. He's so worthy of glory. God is the one. He's the only one who can save. Let me just tell you, we forget only God can deliver. Only God can save. Only God can heal. Only God can change life. And if there's been anything been done, it's been because of the goodness of God. If God has done anything in your life, you ought to give him some praise today. He healed my body. Where to keep, get on that keyboard right now. Come on, listen, he touched my mind. He saved me just in time. Anybody like can recall? Come on, has, he, has God healed your body? Miss Brunetta, you're 80 years old today. Has God healed you? Come on, give him some praise in this place. The doctor, the doctor wouldn't have gave you hope, but God said you're going to live and not die. Come on, somebody give him praise. Let me just tell you, Miss Rose Simon stands here today, 83 years ago. Listen, no, no, don't clap yet. More than 50 years ago, she was diagnosed with lupus. Everybody who was diagnosed with it is dead. They told her she wouldn't live, but look at her, 83, still alive. Give God some praise in this place. You see, if you'll learn to praise him. My mama was telling me the story how at an early age she can't remember not suffering pain. She struggled with rheumatoid arthritis as a child. But she got born again. And God healed her of rheumatoid arthritis. And she's 83. And she got more energy. Come on. Give God some praise. You see, that's why if you'll learn to praise Him. Brother Boy, you don't mind me sharing your story? You don't mind? That's all right. Brother Boy came here broke, busted, and disgusted. Addicted to crack cocaine from North Louisiana. But I want you to know, say Jesus. He came here, got born again. God saved him. God healed him. He, God delivered him. He not only got his bachelor's degree, now he got a master's degree. And now he's helping others get set free. Come on, give God some praise. Oh, yes. That's what God will do. He deserves the glory. He deserves the praise. 
Won't he do it? Brother Joe, won't he do it? See, when you was out of your mind, have not, listen, the only reason you got a right mind today is because God kept you. How many of you thought one day you might have went through something and you thought you was losing your mind, but God kept your mind? You ought to give God a praise. Come on. He deserves the praise. Come on. Oh, yeah, come on, give him some praise. And I'm telling you, that's why, let me just tell you, I'm telling your parents, hear me. You got to let your children know God for themselves. When you give them everything, they don't know how to praise God because they never know the struggle. But you got to let them know that, listen, the same God that answered my prayer, he's the same God that will answer your prayer. The reason why, we got a whole generation, they grew up in prosperity. They don't know nothing but hard times. Got kids that come to camp and their parents go pick them up lunch every day. Listen, how crazy that is. But I want you to know, you let them, you let them experience some hard time enough. You let, you let them wear their shoes till they, till, till they got holes in it and learn how to pray, for, believe God for some shoes instead of always give them everything. I want you to know they'll learn how to believe in God. They'll learn how to trust God. And I'm telling you, we got a generation. Let me just tell you, I believe this with all my heart. God has brought this nation to a place right now because, once again, we've forgotten God. We've forgotten the God. Everything we have is from the Lord. We got a generation talking about uh, uh, how bad America is. Let me tell you, I know America got its problems. I know we have our issues. But I'm telling you, we live on the blessed, we live in a blessed country. We live in a, we live in an area, I'm t- listen to me. I thank God I've been to more than 20-some nations. I want you, there's no nation on the earth where you, where you and I can enjoy the freedom, the liberty, the blessings we have. I know we have our problems. I'm not making light of our problems. But I'm telling you, we need to learn how to thank God for his blessing on us. We learn, let me just say, you need to learn how to thank God that you're blessed in America. We got a generation, listen, they want to curse America, but you better learn how to bless what God has blessed. Can I have an amen? We're blessed. We're blessed. At our worst, we're blessed. And I thank God that I'm born in a country. I have the freedom to worship. I have the freedom to praise. I can read my Bible. I can, I can, I can, I can come to a house of God and worship. Oh, you ought to give God some worship right there. I'm telling you, listen, God. I know I had more in this message, but God said, no, I want you to get people until you learn to worship. Listen, sometimes we have gotten so comfortable just coming to church and just hearing a message. But no, God wants us to experience him. We need to get off our feet and begin to give God some worship. I want you to play that song, we, You Deserve It. Do I have a, do, do, can I have one of our, 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 our worship team to come up here and help me? Janice, would y'all come up here? All the glory belongs to him. All the praise belongs to him. The people who are watching by video need to see a people who ain't ashamed to worship God, who ain't ashamed to get off their feet and recognize that, God, everything we have come from you. God, everything we are is because of you. God, I'm blessed because of you. God, I, listen today, my life has been changed because of you. The curse changed because of Jesus. He broke the curse. He broke the curse off my life. He broke the chains off of my life. I don't have to live in fear because of Jesus. I don't have to live controlled by anger 
because of Jesus. Come on, I don't know about you. I would have been dead had it not been for Jesus. Anybody beside me realize that God's been good to you. And I want us to pray. Angela, you got something you want to, you, you go give them the mic. Y'all got a mic. I, I want to listen to If you don't want to praise him, you don't, I don't want you up here. But if you want to praise him, I want you right now. Listen, I want you to get out of yourself. And I want you, because humility is reminding God who he is. Is reminding him that all of the glory belongs to him. Say all the glory. Say all the praise. Say all the honor. Say all the riches. See, that's why you cannot serve God and walk in humility and be stingy. Because when you're stingy, you forget who gave you what you got. That's why I can't be stingy with my praise, Brother Edmund. I can't be stingy with my money, brother. Everything I have comes from the Lord. And that's why I got to give him praise. And so this morning, I want you to remind yourself what God did in your life. Remember when you was like David. You might have was on the backside of a mountain. You might have was looking, taking care of sheep. Nobody considered you worthy to be a king. But God saw you. God picked you out. You, you remember when you, somebody might say, oh, you're just that little kid from the, you're just a reject from the project. Or you're just this person. But God raised you up. God blessed you. God, everything you have is, listen, everything we have comes from the Lord. If there's any influence in my life, it's from the Lord. If there's any, if there's any praise, it goes to the Lord. If we have accomplished anything, it's because of the Lord. This property, God could have gave it to anybody, but he gave it to us. It's the Lord. And everything we have comes from the Lord. And you're here today. I could be dead. You and I could be dead. But you're, you're alive today because of the Lord. Let's give him some praise. Come on, let's sing that song. Come on.